It's time to talk about networking. Whether you have enjoyed networking in the past, or if the word brings nothing but fear, it's an important aspect of career building for all of us. So what is networking exactly, and what really matters when we're trying to network? Stay tuned to this episode of the Career Engineering Podcast, where we discuss the why and how of networking. Hi there, we are Haley and Jordan Anderson, and this is the Career Engineering Podcast, where engineers help other engineers have better careers. We're a husband and wife engineering team who are passionate about helping you excel in your workplace. After working in the energy and aerospace industries, we both got our master's degrees in organizational behavior. And in this show, we dive into some of the biggest challenges we each face at work that we didn't learn about in our technical degrees. As engineers, we all love to know how things work, So on this podcast, we'll look under the hood using research and experience to help you better navigate your coworkers, organizations, and careers. So Haley, I recently had a really interesting insight about my career. Oh, okay. I'm intrigued to hear it. Well, I was thinking about my last three employers, including my current job, and I was just remembering and realizing that in all three cases... I had someone at the company who provided me a reference. That doesn't sound too odd. It always helps when you know someone on the inside, right? Yeah, I guess what was interesting or insightful in this case was that these three references were people that I haven't really interacted with all that frequently. They weren't really people I knew all that well, to be honest. Well, one was someone I overlapped with at a previous company for just a couple months. Another is a friend of yours, actually, from college. Mm -hmm. And another was a client that I emailed once or twice, but we never met in real life or anything. So I had really close friends, of course, who wanted to help me with a job search, who were willing to refer me to places and things, but it was actually these less close connections that came through for me in the end. Yeah, that is really interesting. And I think it is more true than we may realize. We all hear people tell us that our networks are important for job searching. Yeah, and I feel like networking... It seems kind of like a dirty word to me sometimes, or maybe just as an introvert, we have nightmares about these types of events where we have to talk to thousands of different people for hours on end, and it just doesn't sound all that fun, right? But I do think today it would be great to dive into the topic of networking and learn what it actually is, what actually matters when we network, and how it actually works. Awesome. Let's do it. So Haley, if you can start us off, what does it mean to network? Well, to give you a real technical definition since you asked, the Oxford Dictionary defines it as the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and to develop professional or social contacts. That's great. You want to give it to me in English now? Hmm, Right. Uh, Well, I don't think that was too difficult, but I'll try to break it down for you. Uh, First off, it is a social activity in a sense that you can't network on your own. It does require other people. And from there, it's basically just about interacting with others to build relationships on a social or professional level. Well, maybe in a minute we'll talk about what it is and what it isn't, since I think maybe some examples and myths that we can look at can really help us flesh out and understand networking even better. But maybe the first question to ask ourselves is, does networking really matter? Yeah, I think the answer here is a resounding yes. And I I think so as well. And it's really fascinating to look at some of the research that shows this fact. So there's a study out there from back in 1973, but I think still very applicable. And it showed that 82% of people found their jobs via a contact in their network. 
Yeah, and, and another bit of research, a bit more recent to the century, suggests that 80% of jobs aren't even advertised online, but are instead filled by word of mouth. Yeah, it's a really weird trick on your mind to even think about that concept. Like if you're applying for jobs, it's weird to think that the jobs you're finding online are actually just a fraction of the, the jobs that are actually out there. Yeah, and I think when we imagine jobs like this that are off the market or where a referral helps us land a job, we kind of assume those referrals would be coming from family members or really close friends who just know us best. But they are the ones who care about us and want us to succeed. Um, but the research is clear that these looser connections actually are the ones that come through in the job hunt, just like in your experience. Yeah, we call these less close connections weak ties. By weak ties, we mean people we're associated with but that we don't necessarily know super well, where we don't typically call for help or advice in our lives. The reason that these ties are so powerful is because these people tend to run in different circles than we do. You know, so our, our close friends, our family, they tend to hang out with the same people as us. And so they know about the same jobs, know about the same connections as we do. They're not going to have these connections in different companies or different industries that we're not already connected to ourselves. Yeah, these weak ties really open us up to social circles that we're not normally a part of. So they connect us to jobs and opportunities that we and our closest allies would likely not be aware of. It's important to note that not all weak ties are created equal. This might make you think that the object of the game is to amass as many contacts that you can, and uh, even if you barely know them, but that isn't what we mean. Yeah, strong ties, you know, those might be the 10, 20 people that you're really close to. But weak ties, they're still people that you are somewhat close and familiar with. So the research suggests the best weak ties are people that are still in your top 150 so or so connections. So maybe not the friends you chat with all the time, but they are former coworkers, recent clients, things of that nature. And I'll emphasize that they're in your current top 150 or so, and not your all-time 150 favorite people. So people can easily jump into this category um, and out occasionally throughout your life. Um, this is why networking itself is really important, because someone can go from being a stranger to a top 150 relatively easy. Yeah, I think that's a perfect transition to one of the big questions, which is what exactly matters when we are networking? Well, it isn't just a game to see how many business cards you can hand out or LinkedIn connections that you have. Uh, people who can't remember your face or how they met you or don't remember sharing any real experience aren't typically close enough weak ties to make a difference. In fact, interestingly enough, LinkedIn stopped showing the number of connections people actually have and instead just show 500 plus when you reach that point to avoid encouraging this kind of superficial contact collecting. Yeah, networking isn't just about formal events either. And so an event might be labeled as a networking event. It might not. But if we're interacting with other people, then we are networking. And it could be argued that the real value of all these events is what happens after it. Did you meet someone you could schedule a coffee chat with or make a connection with someone who is involved in a cause that you'd like to learn more about? Making these one-on-one -on -one connections out of your one-in-a-thousand situations that's where the magic really happens in networking. Yeah, and I think your early examples help illustrate this. You had a former coworker, a client, a friend of a friend who all came through for you. You didn't meet any of them at what would be labeled a formal networking event. Some were formal relationships, like with a client, but no formal meet and greets happened. 
Yeah, one cool area of research is the importance of accidental encounters. And so I think this is really cool. It's this idea that these unplanned moments of interaction with people just around the office, at a workout class, at your nearest coffee shop, these can be every bit as much networking events as a career fair or conference event. So do consider slowing down a bit and just connecting with people more in your day-to-day experiences. Yeah, and another thing that networking is not is a one-way street where you ask for a job reference and they give it to you uh, without anything else. Um, We've talked previously about social contracts and the importance of reciprocity. Expecting people to just shell out references for nothing or just because you sent out a LinkedIn request is not typical social behavior. I think it's really at the crux of networking is to understand this idea of social contracts, right, and of this reciprocating benefit. When people see benefits to knowing you, benefits like your friendship or good laughs, but it can also be, you know, good deeds or assistance or knowledge that you share with them, then we've established a networking relationship. And that is really the best networking advice that we can give. So if you remember anything from this episode, remember this, that when you discover a problem or a need that someone has, do what you can to be a part of the solution. In an informal discussion, this can be as simple as providing your thoughts or expertise on a topic. And a great way to follow up is to share an article or maybe a recent podcast you've heard, um, something (laughs) on the uh, the topic that you've been discussing to kind of keep that conversation going after it's over. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. And the point here is that if we only focus on what we need, a i.e. a job or a reference or something else, we're missing the two-way street that is networking and the benefits of that. Instead, we just end up having conversations or maybe superficial connections. Find out what people are really interested in, what they struggle with at work, and provide value to them in that area. And I think that helps bring us up to a final point in terms of what networking isn't. Networking is not something you just start thinking about when it's time to search for a job. Networking takes time, and it's a lot easier to build up these ties when you aren't stressed like crazy about finding a job, right? And so always be networking. And remember, all that networking means is always be connecting with others. And bonus points if you can help solve some problems for those individuals along the way. Right. Yeah, to wrap up this episode, these ideas lend themselves to some more tactical or specific tools that we can use to survive our next social or big uh, conference events. So based on what we now know about networking, what should we do when we're invited to a happy hour or at a networking event at a conference, Jordan? Well, thinking about the importance of social contracts and the true nature of networking, we shouldn't try to talk to everybody in the room. Instead, it's it's really good to set a goal of having just two, maybe three good conversations rather than getting overwhelmed by the sheer numbers of things. So if you can, consider looking up who will be at these events, you know, who's going to attend, who could you target in terms of industries you're interested in, or where can you find things to share something in common with others to help make these connections a little bit more natural. Yeah, and with that, as an introvert, it helps me to sometimes think of networking conversations as, you know, casual interviews or informational sessions for me to get to know someone. So yeah, I have a list of questions in my mind and just kind of keep asking questions and follow-ups. And it's pretty rare that I don't find someone that I can't find a common connection with in this way, whether it be a location they've lived or visited, something they've studied, or um, even the makeup of their family. When I dig deeper beyond just the superficial small talk and really try to get to know the person, I find that I enjoy the conversation a lot more and get less drained. One final tip that someone shared with me was to actually arrive a bit early, which could just be on time, but uh, arrive when there's fewer people 
and there's less of a chance that everyone else is running around or already engaged in a conversation, right? So you can get kind of a jump on things, start talking when things are quieter, and this can help facilitate those more meaningful, deeper connections. It's also good for you to practice your exit so you don't feel trapped in these conversations <laughs> or in these situations as well. You know, it's totally okay to politely exit conversations as long as you've been showing genuine interest along the way and you can say something like, I'd love to reach out on LinkedIn so we can stay connected. I'm going to try to catch a few more people before the event's over. You know, something along those lines is, is totally okay. It might take a little bit of practice and can even feel a little awkward at first, but this really makes you seem like you're assertive, like you've come there for a reason and a purpose and can save you from kind of these feelings of being trapped as well. So really good tip there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I hearken back, one of my uh, tips that I got from my sister growing up was to always have an exit strategy. So I think that's a good one is to be prepared to exit and, and in, in a good way and not feel like you're needing to run away. So let's sum up what we have discussed today. First off, we define networking as the process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. Basically, just interacting with others to build social and professional relationships. And networking is important because the best job connections typically don't come from our closest friends. They come from weak ties that we've had positive interactions with. There are plenty of misconceptions on what networking is. It's not about pushing thousands of business cards, and it doesn't necessarily require formal events or gatherings. And it's not a one-way street. The true essence of networking is finding ways to help others. So don't save it until you're on the job hunt. You know, accidental encounters along the way, they count just as much as big networking events. So ultimately, just take the time to build relationships anywhere these opportunities arise. Yeah, you never know where it could take you. Mm-hmm. What challenges are you facing at work or in your career? Do you like what you're hearing here or have anything to add to the discussion? Be sure to hit subscribe on our podcast to keep the conversation going and let us know your thoughts by reaching out to us. Links to our social media channels as well as our email are included in the show notes.